Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 45 of the Birthday Boy Podcast for April 10th, 2020, and I'm about to go live for the third consecutive week on Facebook Live. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to it, I appreciate it, but you got to go to Facebook and like and follow Birthday Boy Podcast on Facebook so you can check out the live version of the podcast every Friday night at 6.30. Uh, not every Friday night, but so far we've done it every Friday night. Okay, I'm hitting the go live button. Oh my God. <sighs> Deep breath. <sighs> taking in taking in some... Yeah, okay. Here we go. <clears throat> I just ran from the other room and it was all of 10 steps, so it's got me, got me winded. All right, starting live video. All right, Kimmy, I'm going live. <laughs> Oh boy, here we go. It's time for the Birthday Boy Podcast, episode 45. I can't wait to see everyone just jam-pack into the uh, into the live chat room thing, Facebook thing. I, If we can get, uh, you know, a dozen. My God, how exciting would that be? Eleven. That's, that's the best we've done. Oh my god, look at my hair, it's disgusting. And there's Kimmy. Super fan Kimmy is watching the podcast. <coughs> oh, see, this is the problem. I'm doing it live. I can't, you know, I can't stop and cough and then go back. All right. Let's uh let's get underway with the with the Birthday Boy podcast. All right. What's happening? Okay, there we go. All right. Birthday Boy Podcast being watched by a grand total of one person right now, which is super... That's what Kimmy Hopkins is, the ultimate super fan, joining into the podcast right now. All right, let's get started. With episode 45. (laughs) And now... Episode 45 of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Live on Facebook. Here's the host of the Global Pandemic edition of the podcast, the Corona Boy himself, Johnny Boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Episode 45. Has finally arrived. How exciting. It's so exciting. But I don't know. By the way, here's uh, playing a little Peter Gabriel because why the hell not? It's a great song. I was practicing earlier. Here's my here's my here's my Peter Gabriel from the eighties music video. Wait, let me let me go back a little bit. Wait. If anybody's listening to the audio, I'm doing uh, I'm doing what I would I would say is a phenomenal Peter Gabriel '80s video imitation. (laughs) Oh man! There's Kimmy. There's Karen. Ah, there's Pearly. Let me just say hello, Lamb Chop. I hope you stick around for some of the fun here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. 
Oh man, Peter Gabriel. I love that song. God damn it, I love that song. All right. I uh, so episode forty-five, doing the Facebook Live thing. <laughs> Pearly says, "Hey, Buttercup." Oh man. Oh how I miss you. I miss the fun times together. Pearly, I don't I don't know if you had a chance to check out last week's episode, but I had uh, one Mr. Cliffy Womack uh, a good solid 45 minutes the the one and only the legendary Cliff Womack. I don't know. I'm not sure where I go from there. It's hard to go up from there. We landed we landed Cliff. That's a that's a good get as they say in the business. We landed Cliff last week on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to do. I feel like my life's work is complete. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the elusive cliff, the one and only cliff actually we had him on the week before, but the stupid idiot called just as I was ending the podcast. So it was a really more like a bonus footage. But last week we had Cliffy on for the entire, the entire time, the entire 45 minutes. And, uh, yeah, it was I don't know. It was the most. It was the most Cliff Womack thing ever. It was the most Cliffy thing you could ever. You could ever hope to see. Uh, you know, we laughed. We cried. Uh, he had calls coming in from his grandmother, from his uncle, the whole gang. So, uh, how's everybody doing? What a you know. It's another week. <laughs> another lockdown. Quarantine. It's not going to end anytime soon. That's for sure. Uh, you know, I forgot to mention on last week's podcast, one thing that did happen to me last week when I made my, I make my grocery run on Thursday nights. It's fascinating stuff. I make my grocery run on Thursday nights and then that's it. And then that's, that's it. I leave the house Thursday, try to get as much done as I can, go to the fewest places possible and then come home and then you know, Kimmy hoses me down and sterilizes my, my clothes. And, uh, and then I hope I don't get the old Corona, but, um, yeah. So la so uh, on a previous podcast, I was talking about how every time I go to the Costco, the local Costco, and I, I check out and you get your receipt and then you go to the receipt checker and the receipt checker checks your receipt to make sure you didn't steal any of the Costco items, any of those, you know, Kirkland jeans, Kirkland sneakers, and, uh, and every time I go through the receipt checker pre pre Corona virus thing, I go through the receipt checker and, and they, the guy in front of me, whoever's in front of me, they have like this real nice little conversation. They have like little jokes and like, Oh, Hey, Hey pal, what's you doing? How you doing, buddy? Oh, oh, who let this guy into the store? You know, all that, all that, all that junk. And and then the guy behind me, same thing. Hey, well, here comes this scoundrel who let this guy into the store. And then I get up to to get my receipt checked by the receipt checker. And he just looks at the receipt and he's like, uh, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. You're good. And then that's it. And I'm like, what's what's so bad about me? You were joking with the guy in front of me? You were joking for the, the guy behind me? Was Is there something? Am I so bad? And, uh, and so... Uh, turns out it takes a, uh, it takes a, uh, whatever you call this, a global pandemic to get, <laughs> to get the receipt checker to actually, you know, do a little, do a little of that. Oh, 
hold on, this interruption here. Uh, Kimmy Hopkins says, you smell. That, uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to lie, folks. That's accurate. <laughs> that's, that's indeed factual. I can confirm here in the birthday boy newsroom uh, that I do indeed smell. I stink. So you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. So, so anyways, so, so the receipt checker uh, checks my receipt. And this time, during the global pandemic, this is like a week ago, the guy checks my receipt, and then he says, uh, and then he starts, and then he starts doing a whole show. He starts doing like a whole song and dance. I come up to him, and I'm just expecting the usual, like, here's a receipt. Yeah, you're going to laugh with everybody else, have a good time with everybody else, and then uh, you're going to not even look at me. Then this guy... He takes my receipt and he's 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 entombed in this like plexiglass uh, you know fortress. So I don't you know I, I'm just like sliding my receipt over to him. Actually, I didn't even give him the receipt. I held it up to the glass the plexiglass fortress that he's that he's now entombed in, and uh, and he's like he's doing this whole thing and he's like, hey, look at me. Uh, I'm like a hockey player. I'm in, I'm in the penalty box. I'm in a timeout, and I'm like. Oh, and Kimmy says it's because he couldn't smell you. That's actually a good, is a valid point, ladies and gentlemen, that's been brought to the attention of the birthday boy. Uh, the reason, perhaps, that uh, that the, the receipt checker hasn't been uh, affable with me and jokey with me in the past is probably because I stink so bad. And now, uh, in recent times, now that they're behind this solid plexiglass wall, a germ-proof, smell-proof plexiglass wall, he can't smell how bad I stink, and so... As a result, he thinks that I'm just a normal functioning adult instead of uh, just a stinky, smelly piece of shit, uh, according to my wife, which is probably, that's probably 100% correct. Uh, I didn't think about that. That actually, that's, you know, if I had some graphs and charts going back the last several years of all the times that we've gone to, that I've gone to Costco and been completely ignored by the receipt checker, yeah, there's probably a, there's probably a, a stinkiness uh, parallel, and you could probably uh, an inversely uh, <laughs> proportional uh, graph that could be that could be drawn up. Uh, so, nevertheless, so yeah, so luckily for me, he couldn't smell how much I stink, and so the the guy behind the plexiglass, he's doing a whole show. Like, look at me, hey, I'm in the I'm in the penalty box. I'm a hockey player, and I'm like, ah, yeah, look at you, ah, time out, time out for roughing, and then uh, and then he's like, hey, look at me, I'm a, I work for the movie theater. I, I take your I, one ticket for the show, and I'm like, well, well, I think if you work for the movie theater, you're not asking for a ticket to the movie. But I get, I get, I get where the bit is going. So yeah, yeah, one one matinee, please. And he's like, ah, uh, we sure do have fun here at Costco. We sure do, uh, we sure do like to laugh here behind the plexiglass shield. And then, uh, and then he, and and then he got, uh, he came out slightly from behind the plexiglass, and then he. He said, oh, oh, my God, you stink. Get out of here. Oh, you stink, you piece of shit. Oh, why would you even come in here smelling like that, you scumbag? Uh, so, so yeah, Kimmy's right. It was probably, probably had a lot to do with the fact that I'm just, I just stink. Um, but I will say, after all that time of complaining and saying, like, hey, how come the receipt checker doesn't like me how come the receipt checker doesn't want to joke around with me and then he finally puts on this whole show for me he's in the plexiglass he's in the hockey timeout and he's in the movie theater selling tickets or buying tickets for some reason and then afterwards i was like uh you know what i kind of yeah i kind of like it 
I liked it the way it was before. <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back to that. I'd rather I'd rather you just not even look at me and just check this off because that whole that whole bit to pretend to pretend to laugh at that, you know, it's like it was like going to like a child's birthday party, and they're doing something that's stupid, and you're you're like, hey, hey that's that is funny, that's funny, and that's kind of what it was like. Look at me, I'm in the plex, I'm in the hockey timeout. Oh, you you rascal, you. Oh, and then I and then I just said, okay, well that's it, that's it for me. I'm never going back into Costco ever again. Uh, grocery store, on the other hand, I did go last night. I made my Thursday night trip to the grocery store and, uh, yeah, they've, so, so, so everybody has now the, all the stores have the one way arrows taped down to the, each aisle is one way. So you go up this aisle and then you come down this aisle and it's very nice. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk that, that that might just stay like that forever, which would be, I'm kind of okay with that. I, I like this, I like this whole thing. Except for the fact that nobody, I, I'm pretty sure that everybody that was in the grocery store last night as I was going up and down the aisles one way, I'm pretty sure that everybody, uh, they're under the impression that if you see an arrow on the floor and it says one way and it's pointing to you, that for some reason they think that means like, ah, the arrow's... The arrow's pointing this way. I'm walking towards the arrow, so the arrow must mean it's po- the arrow's pointing to me to say, "Hey, you, come this way." I think is what they. I think that's what they think the arrow says. The arrow saying, you know, uh, point arrow points to me, so I go this. I go that way towards the arrow. And meanwhile, I'm walking in the direction that the arrow's pointing, which is, you know, what an idiot. And not only do I smell, but I'm stupid. Because I go, when I see an arrow, and it's telling me to go somewhere, I go the direction that the arrow's pointing. But I'm not smart like the rest of these people at the grocery store who would see the arrow and say, Duh, fuck that, I'm gonna go, I'm just gonna go this way. It's pointing to me, it's saying go this way. Uh, and it was literally every aisle, every person in every aisle going... Going the opposite direction, and me, I have my, uh, I had my face mask on, handcrafted lovingly, for those of you live, my lovingly handcrafted face mask, made by Kimmy, um, she made, she made one of these for herself a long time ago, because I stink, um, yeah, Pearly says, can't fix stupid, that's for sure, it cannot be fixed, it cannot be fixed. And I don't even bother trying anymore. I just see people coming the wrong way down the aisle, and I run because I don't want to get the COVID. So I've got my mask on. Kimmy has one of these masks that she made years ago because of my smelliness, and uh, she couldn't stand to be around me and, and an inhale around me. So she made a mask for herself, and now uh, made a similar mask from the same template uh, that I took out into the world yesterday—a Halloween-themed. A uh, mask. Uh, for those of you watching on the live feed, uh, with with pipe cleaners in the in the little nose thing, so that way I can uh, I can adjust it around my around my nose. So if I if I start to really stink up the joint, I can just go like this, and then I don't even know that I stink, which seems to be the case quite often, according to my wife, who just informed me that I that I stink. So in any event. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm walking up and down the aisle and I've got my mask on and all these numbskulls are just, they're coming towards me and then the guy stops and he's just standing there and he's just staring 
he's just staring at like a bag of it's like a bag of chocolate chips or something. It was the baked good baked goods aisle. And I was down there. I was looking for just some, you know, it was pointless. I was looking for marshmallows, but he's just stopped. He stopped and he's just staring at the shelf. He has he has no per- he doesn't even have a grocery card. He's just standing there. And he's like, "Hmm. Hmm. Should I get I was like, you have nothing else. What are you here for? You can't do... That's the whole thing. You can't do that. You go to the store, get your groceries. Get all the get all the groceries that you need. Hey, there's Shimo. Oh, like the new haircut, by the way. Thanks, buddy. Shimo has joined the fun. Thanks, man. That's a, that's a Kimmy... That's a Kimmy original. This is all Kim's handiwork. My, uh, yeah, my gorgeous curly locks... Kept some of them intact up on the up on the top here, um, but so so I'm, so I'm in the baked goods aisle, and I'm going the right way. I'm following the fucking arrows. I've got my mask on. I've got my I've got my COVID mask on. I've got my gloves on. I've got my impenetrable <laughs> New England Patriots wool gloves. Which uh, I think presents uh, prevents zero point zero zero one percent of germs from getting getting to my hands and my fingers. Uh, but nevertheless, the guy's just standing there with no shopping cart, with no carriage, no nothing, and he's just staring at. He's looking at pie crusts, and then he's looking back and forth. And he's like, what, "What are you? What is this? What are you doing?" Like, well, let's see. I only have twenty seven cents. Do I get the pie crust, or do I get the small candle, the small edible candle, for my dinner tonight? And he's blocking the whole, he's blocking the whole fucking thing, so I can't. And then I go to turn around, which I don't want to break the rules because it's a one way. And now I'm going to turn around, but now somebody's coming down the aisle, so it's you know we're. I guess basically what I'm getting at is we're all we're all fucked. Uh, yeah, we're all going to get the, we're all going to get the Corona. We're all going to, you know, the whole thing, the whole lockdown is going to go on forever, uh, because people don't know arrows. Uh, I understand a lot of people don't know, they don't know, say word good. They don't know, read word good. But when you have an arrow painted on the floor that tells you this way, you stupid idiot, this way, moron. And they look at it and they say, Hmm, well, well, this here, this here fancy drawing could mean just about anything. I'm gonna go this way towards it, cause I don't know what they're trying to tell me. Yeah. So, and then it was great. And then you get to the end, and there was one cashier, this poor bastard. And yeah, so that really, really, uh, really helped with the social distancing by having to, uh, having to get in line with one cashier working. And then it's, he's such a nice guy, but Jesus Christ, he's one of those guys who comments. He's like the target lady from Saturday Night Live. He has to comment on everything. He's like, ah, ah, crackers and cheese. Now there's a combination. There's a combination that I like. <laughs> I'm like, it's not the time for this. It's not, I know, I know we do this game every time and you tell me about all the food that I'm buying and how much you like it. And then I oddly, you know, I feel weird because you're commenting on my food choices. But we don't have time. Put it in the bag, please, so I can get the hell out of here. So that you don't infect me and I don't infect you. Ah, I see you like milk with your cereal. What a combination. Now that's now that's my kind of combination. Yeah, 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 breakfast cereal with milk. 
I know, I'm a unicorn. I'm a magic unicorn. It's, it's, I'm a rare find. A cereal with milk guy, and I like crackers with cheese. Oh, man. By the way, Shimo, I, I think we're on our... We're on our second... I think our second, possibly third bucket of, uh, of Utz cheese balls. I'm not sure about you. But uh, that's the good news, is they, they seem to... You can't get toilet paper. You can't get soap or, uh, or hand sanitizer. You can sometimes get milk and meat and stuff like that, but the Utz cheese balls, the good the good people of Utz, have uh, have really stepped up their game in this in this crisis by providing us with exactly what we really need to get by, which is a big giant bucket of balls, bucket o cheese balls. Oh man, yeah, and so everything is everything's like everything's canceled. I mean, it's been canceled for a while, but stuff now they're saying like, okay, it's next year's Olympics. The, the Olympics are supposed to happen this year. Third as well. Shimo's on his third. Nice. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's one of the things that's getting me through this. Having a big bucket of cheese balls, man. Oh man. Um, the XFL, <laughs> the, the poor XFL just can't catch a break. Cause they're not coming back next year either. Uh, not necessarily uh, were they coming back next year to begin with, but now they're definitely not coming back next year. So, eh, third time's a charm. Maybe in another 18 years, they'll give it one more go. XFL 20, 2038, whatever the hell it is. 2039, 18, 19 years. Uh, so the XFL's done. Uh, they postponed the Masters to November, which is I maybe. I can't. I don't know, man. I don't see that happening either. It would be nice. It's nice to think about it, but uh, eh. I don't. I don't see that coming. Although it would be cool to watch the Masters in November. I don't know. The, you know, in Augusta, they probably down in that area into well into November. There's some pretty good, you know, good foliage on the trees. I mean, as good as it gets down there. So yeah, maybe it'd be neat to watch the Masters with some, you know, some autumn leaves. Falling from the trees. Hello, friends. Jim Nance here. For the COVID-19 edition of a tradition unlike any other. And I can't tell who any of these golfers are because they have their hazmat suits on. I think that's Mickelson there. Walking past the azaleas. Heading out to Amen Corner. Uh, yeah, Boston Marathon's in September. Yeah, Probably not, though. <laughs> um... And then the you know the best part of any crisis is it really brings out it brings out the best in celebrities and you get to you get to see just how how in touch they are with how the how the rest of us are living. For instance, let me take a let me take a sip of water. Justin Timberlake. Good old JT. Justin Timberlake complains 24-hour parenting is just not human amid coronavirus pandemic. Aw, the poor guy. He has to raise his kid all day like every other parent out there. That poor bastard. What did he ever do to deserve that, to have to be stuck with his child? Oh, man. That's horrible. That's the good thing. I'll tell you, this this corona thing and the, and the lockdown and all that stuff, it's like every, every post on social media, you realize like how much people just... <laughs> They really seem to hate their families. Oh, man, locked down with my kids and my wife. 
ah, I'd rather get the coronavirus. <laughs> Man, if you can't, uh, if you can't handle like three, the three weeks that we've been locked down, four weeks, whatever it is, <laughs> yeah, you have bigger problems than the coronavirus. At least when this thing is over, you sure do. Uh, so people, this is from, uh, I don't know what this is from. Well, Carly Ledbetter writes, People aren't thrilled with Justin Timberlake's comments lamenting oh, the hardships of self-isolating with his wife, Jessica Beale and their son at one of their homes in Montana. That sucks. I'll bet it wasn't even the, I'll bet it wasn't even the home that he wanted to go to. That's the real shame. He probably wanted to go to one of the other homes, and now he's like, ah, we'll go to the Montana home if we have to. Uh, the entertainer, the entertainer appeared on the morning mashup show on Sirius XM Wednesday and said that while he and Beal are doing fine during the coronavirus pandemic, they may need some space from their five-year-old son, Silas. Oh, man. So, I mean, like, you know, their kid's a douchebag, I guess. Uh, we're mostly commiser we're mostly commiserating over the fact that just 24-hour parenting is just not human, Timberlake said, adding that the need for space goes both ways, as his son needs a break from him as well. He gets a look, Timberlake explained as his eyes widen. He gets a look. I'm like, all right, cool, let's take a 20. As the host laughed, he added, all right, I got you. You know what I mean? Just a commercial break. Yeah, it's unclear whether the family is in isolation with any household staff. Eh. Yeah, they're not they're not actually alone, I'm sure. Though the couple has been open in the past about having a nanny. Connie Simpson, known as the A-list <laughs> nanny to the stars. Uh some people weren't exactly thrilled with Timberlake's parenting complaints. Uh here's a here's a tweet. Sophia Benoit says, You guys have one kid and millions of dollars. I'm going to lose it. GQ columnist Sophia Benoit wrote on her on Twitter alongside a screenshot of the singer's comments. Uh, somebody named Maddox says the fact that 24-hour parenting was new. Uh, I am parenting a toddler myself, trying to simultaneously do that and work from home, and somehow expected to hold it together while my income was cut by 75%. <laughs> I sincerely want them both punched in the face immediately, says Kelly Ryan. Oh, there's Carl. Hey, buddy. My man, Carl. Welcome to the podcast, my good my good sir. Uh, somebody named Cooper, at Running Unicorns. Hi, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Cry me a fucking river about how you're stuck in a mansion and 24-hour parenting isn't human. While I'm working as a nurse trying to spend time with my kids but hoping I don't contract this awful virus to spread to my family, you enjoy your life of leisure. Yeah, a lot of Cry Me a River jokes. Timberlake made another gaffe early in the interview when he said he and Beale wanted to wanted to kind of to kind of do our part during the pandemic by by fleeing to Montana. That's the best he can do. To be honest, we thought the best way was to kind of do our part was we have a nice place in Montana and so we came up here, he said. We feel very lucky and kind of blessed that we're in a place where they're pretty socially distant here anyway, where our place is, Timberlake said. I mean, just being able to kind of walk out into your driveway and maybe go for a little hike is always nice. Uh, and people, especially the wealthy, escape densely packed urban areas for their vacation homes. Rural areas and hospitals can struggle with a lack of resources and hospital beds to accommodate the influx. So, yeah, so that's great. Um, yeah, as Leandroid says... 
We have no resources and are currently crowdsourcing medical supplies, so how do we tell these clueless people to donate at least 50k towards PPE to our hospital workers if they want to be real Montananans? Montanans? Montanans. Montananans. Montanans. Montanians. Eh. 100k, I'll even find them a belt buckle. We thought... Uh, at... Top Deck Fire Blast says, we thought, the, we thought the best way to do our part was to potentially spread the virus to rural communities. Yeah, that's basically, that's the Justin Timberlake, uh, that's the Justin Timberlake way. Nice job. And I don't, I don't, I don't hate Justin Timberlake. He's entertaining. I enjoy him on, you know, t on just whatever, SNL when he hosts, it's always fun. You know, Dick in a Box, that's a classic. Uh, you know, he, I like, there's, a couple of his songs I quite enjoy, so forth. But uh, yeah, that's that's a classic douche. Uh, we thought we would do our part. <laughs> People are like feverishly sewing masks. People are like homeschooling their kids and doing their job and sewing masks and doing all this other shit for free to like donate to people. Timberlake says, "I thought I would do my part by going to my house in Montana." You're welcome, America. I have saved you from the plague. One of their houses. Uh, yeah. One of their houses in Montana. Uh, and, he, uh, and he obviously hates his kid. <laughs> oh, what am I supposed to do? Parenting my child 24 hours a day. Oh, it's uh, The struggle is real. Most sports fans won't attend games without coronavirus vaccine, poll says. Other numbers indicating indicate putting butts in seats will be a challenge when sports come back. Yeah. In a Seton Hall University survey published Thursday, 72% of Americans said they would not attend games until a vaccine for the COVID-19 is developed. Only 13% said they would feel safe to attend under any circumstance, while 12% would go only if some form of social distancing was practiced. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you. I don't... I like going to these events. I like going to a basketball game. I don't particularly... You know, I, I go to wrestling. I like to go to wrestling just to, like, be a part of it. But every time... <laughs> Every time I get tickets and then I go, I'm, I immediately, I instantly regret it because there's like one thing I want to see and there's three hours of stuff that I have no interest in or that I would, you know, I'd be fast forwarding through most 90% of this stuff if I was watching on television. And then on top of that, uh, you're, and TD Garden in Boston, they just renovated it last, last summer and they made the seats even tighter than they were before. Everybody was jam packed like sardines in there in the first place and now they've they've smushed everyone even closer together and honestly the last time the kids and i went and saw wrestling on february 29th i believe and i was a little a little iffy about going but like eh, we're gonna go we get tickets eh, whatever and obviously you know we didn't we didn't get the covid from going to the wrestling because that was a month ago over a month ago but I don't like being. I love wrestling, and I don't really particularly like being surrounded by wrestling fans. Uh, in any case, and I think that uh, yeah, when things go back to normal, whatever that even means, I, I can't see myself like wanting to be. I can't see myself wanting to be around wrestling fans when they're healthy, and then wondering like, okay, which of these wrestling fans has the COVID? Yeah, it's it's going to be a while before I before I buy tickets to go to any kind of event. 
And so, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, I guess I'm not alone. A lot of people, what did I say, 73%, 72% would not attend until a vaccine is developed. Yeah, I can get on board with that. Although, that's only going to take part, that's only, that's only going to take care of a small portion of the, <laughs> of what the wrestling fans are carrying around, those those disgusting mutants. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be a while before I go to a wrestling show. That I can tell you. This I can tell you. Um, same with anything. It's kind of disgusting, especially, you know, when all these when all these events are like, you have to go to Boston to see a lot of this stuff. So, eh, at some point, we have to get on the subway, get on the T, get on the tr- whatever. Eh... I mean, that's, that's disgusting. The worst colds that I've had in my life have been, not this year, not that year, the two years, 2016, 15, 16, 17, 18, which was the first four years that I was commuting into Boston and either was taking, the first year wasn't so bad because I was driving my car, but the second, the next three years, I was taking a train packed in with all these fuckheads on the train and this old lady who no matter which car no matter which train which time of day it didn't matter morning night whatever whatever time i would get on the train and this old lady with her little like purple dyed hair would sit there with a cough that sounded like my grandmother uh back in the 90s who smoked cigarettes all her life and it just the these phlegmy disgusting coughs and I, I used to, I would, I would sit down and then I would hear that cough and I would look up and I would see the purple and I would get up and go to another train car. I, w- I would go to the, I, I love sitting in the quiet car because it's quiet in theory. Um, you know, in the same way that like the one way aisles at the store are one way in theory. Yes, that's true. Anyway, get up, leave the quiet car because I would hear this old bag coughing and hacking. And then you're going to tell people to like get back on the train just to go to like see a basketball game or something, a sporting event? No fucking way. That's not going to happen for me, not for a long time. Sorry. Sorry, Celtics, Bruins, Red Sox, WWE, any of that stuff. Uh-uh, not happening. Concerts, no way. Oh, my God. I'm glad Kimmy and I have gotten to see like the concerts. and Just in the last three years, we started going back out to see concerts of bands that we like that we've never seen. And we've gotten all these great rock clubs in Cambridge and Boston, the Paradise Club and the, uh, the, the Sinclair and these other places, going to the TD Garden to see Radiohead. All this stuff is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's done. I'm not going to be doing that for quite some time. I can, assu- I can assure you. Uh, I can assure you of that. Um... Yeah, which sucks, because I want to. We were going to, what's this, April, Wednesday, April 15th, was supposed to be the Bulls at the Celtics, and their tickets were reasonably priced, going to take the kids, we're going to go see the Bulls and the Celtics, it was bobblehead night, I love bobbleheads, I love a good bobblehead, especially if it's a Boston-themed bobblehead, right, fellas? Ah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh... For those of you idiots on the audio only, I'm, I'm holding up my bobbleheads and bobbling. Shimo has Underworld tickets at the Hammerstein Ballroom on May 21st. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That that hazmat suit of yours that you texted me today. You're, make sure you bring that, Shimo. Oh, my gosh. I like some of the new uh, Underworld. I think they had, they had a couple new singles recently. Ooh, good. It's good stuff. 
Uh, yeah, we had tickets. Kimmy and I had tickets to a couple different things in March and April. We were going to take the kids to see Caroline Rose at the Sinclair and then Patrick Watson. Patrick Watson has been rescheduled to December. Eh, I don't think so. Not for me. Hello, StubHub. See if I can unload those things. I don't even care if I can, if I can't, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll give it, I'll give it a good, uh, I'll give it a good while before I, before I ha- head back out into the, into the world, at least the world of standing shoulder to shoulder in a, uh, in a rock club with strangers breathing and screaming. Oh my God. You think about all that mist as they're like, they take a sip of their beer and then, yeah, 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 spray everywhere. Oh. Those fucking assholes at the Foo Fighters concert. You know, that's what that's what people sound like at concerts, as you know. Myself having been to many over the last few years. Go Foo Fighters! Slobbering and spitting all over me. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be heading out into that anytime soon. We've seen. We've seen. I think we've pretty much checked off a lot of the bands off the list, and hopefully by the time that they come back for another U.S. tour, any of these bands that we like, it'll be. Uh, it'll be at least a year or two, and then and then I'll be ready to go. Maybe, kinda, kinda, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you. Yeah, Timberlake. Um, yeah, no masters. Yeah. Nobody's going to sporting events until they have the vaccine. (laughs) Nobody's going to anything anytime soon. That's for sure. Nobody's going back to school this year. That that's, that's for sure. I can't imagine anybody's going back to school, uh, which 50% of my kids are pretty happy about that. Um, so whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, birthday boy i didn't even hear on the old birthday boy podcast i didn't even talk about wrestlemania last week wrestlemania i could have done a whole wrestlemania preview i deprived everyone of a wrestlemania preview and uh and this past saturday and sunday wrestlemania was too big for just one night so they had to have it on two separate nights and there were no fans in attendance it was taped a few weeks ago um, it basically just looked like auditions for wrestling matches. Even the, there were some good matches and it's just, it's too, it's too goddamn weird to watch when there's no crowd. I mean, I'm used to hearing the wrestling fans going, wrestling, you know how they do, how wrestling fans just they drool and slobber all over. You know, just like the just like the Foo Fighters. Imagine, imagine if the Foo Fighters showed up at WrestleMania to perform. The Foo Fighters, WrestleMania. Oh man, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to spray down this whole desk <laughs> after this conversation. Ugh, all the saliva. I have, now I officially have no saliva left. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, WrestleMania was really interesting this year. I mean, at least, look, it was something to watch. There's not, there's no new live sporting events to watch. I've been like an idiot watching like Masters, Masters Classics from 1986. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know what to watch. 
there's usually sports on right now. And uh, so I watched, yeah, WrestleMania. And they had two really great matches. And they were matches that they could have done, uh, you know, that weren't going to have a crowd anyways. And they had they had a match called the Boneyard Match with The Undertaker, who's, like, you know, 75 years old. And he can't wrestle anymore. The guy's like, he shows up and he tries to wrestle and then he just, you know, his knees give out. <laughs> and then, you know, then he gets his several million dollars from uh, from Saudi Arabia. It's not a bad way to make a living. I'd be happy to have my knees give out to make the kind of money The Undertaker gets to go uh, put on a, an embarrassing display of athleticism against Bill Goldberg. But this uh, uh, Boneyard match that they had, it was The Undertaker and AJ Styles and they're in a boneyard, they're in a, uh, I guess that's a, is that like a word for cemetery? It was a cemetery somewhere in Florida. And uh, they just beat each other up in a very choreographed, even more so than a typical wrestling match, uh, with lots of editing and a cinematic feel. And they had the ominous music, and The Undertaker's riding his motorcycle, and they're trying to bury each other into a, into a grave, and they're jumping off roofs and ladders and bashing literal tombstones over each other's head it was great it was exactly it was exactly what i wanted to see and undertaker is actually on instagram live right now no shit <laughs> i think the undertaker passed away within the past few years yeah maybe maybe they're maybe the undertaker's been uh, maybe they've been doing a weekend at bernie's weekend at undertaker's for the last several years <laughs> and that's what we've been watching uh, undertaker <laughs> Undertaker's gonna go that way. <laughs> punch, and he's gonna punch AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. No, oh, probably where all the Parkland and post nightclub kids are rotting away. Oh my god. Note to self: read Shimo's comments in my mind before I read them out loud. Jesus Christ. God damn. What the fuck is wrong with you? Ah. Uh, that, I learned my lesson. Uh, so anyways, so Undertaker and AJ Styles kill each other with tombstones, with actual tombstones and shovels and whatnot, and then they bury each other. And I thought, you know what? This was so good, I would actually not mind if they just canceled all of the, uh, every wrestling event from now on, if they canceled all of it, even after the pandemic's gone. <laughs> sorry. You're not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you live for comments like that, you fucking asshole. Oh, God. Um, yeah, if they... After watching the Boneyard match, it was so fun and exciting to watch these guys beat each other up in the cemetery and hit each other with tombstones and do all this shit. I'd be cool if they canceled every future wrestling event in an, in an arena or a stadium and just... If they just made them all Boneyard matches. Next year's WrestleMania should just be Boneyard Mania. And they can have, like, every match on the card is just a different Boneyard match. It's John Cena versus The Undertaker in a Boneyard match. It's Kofi Kingston versus Bray Wyatt in a Boneyard match. <laughs> oh, man. It's The Miz versus Seth Rollins in a Boneyard match. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, those matches were good. They had some cool, uh, weird, different matches that you don't normally see. Kane wrestles in a city hall match, says Shimo. Yeah, I'd be down with that. The mayor, maybe they have like mayor on a pole match. 
Undertaker versus Kane, Jerry Lawler versus Kane, Mayor versus Mayor. Whoever whoever wins gets to become mayor of Knoxville. Oh man, yeah. So there's uh, yeah. I don't know. I I I think I would be I would be pretty happy to just have boneyard matches. Just have a you know that, and you can have Shima and I were talking about this the other day. Then you can have wrestlers who haven't wrestled in decades, uh, like a Bret Hart, Hulk Hogan. Those you can just put them in boneyard matches. Have the stunt double come in. Watch Hulk Hogan. Drop, drop the big leg drop off the top of a, a ten-story building, and just have a stunt double who lands on a cushion somewhere. But it looks like Hulk Hogan dropping the leg. You can do anything. You can have a CGI Andre the Giant. You can have like, yeah, have all the have like a. You can have a dead wrestler Royal Rumble in the boneyard. Have the have the zombies. <laughs> the zombies of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and the Ultimate Warrior come back. And Rowdy Roddy Piper, Dusty Rhodes, the Zombie Rhodes, Zombie Piper, duking it out in the first ever Zombie Boneyard match. That that's gonna that's gonna sell some uh, some pay per view buys, I do believe. Oh man, yeah, Draws versus Kamala, yeah, because now all of a sudden their legs work. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't have much else on the agenda. I'm gonna do a. Uh, I'm gonna do a fake Cliffy call. I need water for this one. Oh man. I'm gonna do a fake Cliffy call with. Uh, it's the first time in a while that Scottish Uncle Cliff has called Cliffy. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be pretty much an improv. I've given this no real thought, and it's been a busy week. <clears throat> busy week with actual like work has a has. Uh, there's been work to do, and it's like, oh man, come on. I mean, there's work to do every week, but now like all this other work to do. Come on. So. Yeah, so prep for this uh, this Cliffy call. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Last week, I really, I really just leaned on Cliff for the whole podcast, and now, now I don't have him. I should just call him again. Not even for entertainment. Just like, just have him. I'll have him. I'll have him host the rest of the podcast on the phone. Oh man. Anyway, uh, so so this call is. I'm gonna try to do Scottish Uncle Cliff. Which is not always easy to do, but I'm going to try to do Scottish Uncle Cliff. And he's calling Cliffy. I need as much water as I can get. Scottish Uncle Cliff is calling Cliffy uh, to tell him that, uh, you know, how in Italy and I guess Spain too, in New York City, people are going out and they're on their balconies of their apartments they're playing music and they're singing and they're doing all this stuff and cliffy uh scottish uncle cliff had the same thing happen at his home in scotland except it was it was bagpipes it was a bunch of neighbors and they were playing bagpipes at the same time but not playing the same song and so uh so uncle scottish uncle cliff uh, is calling to complain to cliffy oh my god i need as much water as I can get. And according to my wife, I need a bath because I stink. I just smell like shit. So, so anyways, so here's Scottish Uncle Cliffy calling Cliff. 
uh, to complain. <clears throat> and I have not prepared for this at all, so this might be a complete disaster, which could make for good, uh, good live podcast stuff, too. Let's see. <clears throat> Oi! Cliffy! Cliffy, it's your Uncle Cliff Cliff. Cliffy, it's your Scottish Uncle Cliff calling you Cliff from Scotland. Oi, Cliffy, why don't you pick up the phone, you prick? You piece of shit. Where are you, Cliffy? I've been trying to call you all week, Cliffy. It's your Scottish Uncle Cliff on the phone, Cliff. Where are you, Cliffy? It's your old Uncle Cliff Cliff. Anyways, Cliffy, I want to call you to tell you that in my neighbourhood, everybody came outside like they've been doing in New York City and Italy and all these places, but they've been playing the bagpipes. Instead of instead of singing, Cliff, they were playing the bagpipes all night long, trying to have a bagpipe fest, but they were all playing different songs, different tunes, Cliffy. And I was listening to all the different songs and they were playing them all at the same time and it sounded like shite, Cliffy. It sounded like shite. So you had everyone out there. You had McDougal and McDuff and McDuck and McCliff and McCracken and McClacken and McTamish and McNookie and all the different neighbours, Cliffy. And they're all playing the bagpipes and it sounds awful, Cliff. And it's killing me. So I go outside, Cliffy. I get up from the table, Cliff, and I go outside and I say, Oi, oi, you cunts. Why are you playing the bagpipes all at the same time? It sounds like shite, Cliff. That's what I said to him, Cliffy. I said it sounds like shite. And then they were yelling at me and saying, Oi, Uncle Cliff, who do you think you are, you prick? You prick son of a bitch. And they're yelling at me. And then I spit in their face. And I spit in McDougal's face and McDuff's face. And I spit in all of their faces. And we're yelling. And then they're spitting on me. And I'm spitting back at them, Cliffy. And we're all spitting on each other. And we're spitting and then punching and spitting on each other, Cliff. But they finally stopped playing those bagpipes because it sounded like shite, Cliffy. They're playing all the different songs at the same time. So I spit all over them and then I went back in and it was nice and quiet, Cliffy. Old Uncle Cliff had a nice quiet evening all to himself. No more bagpipes being played at the same time, Cliffy. And it felt great. And I, but I got to tell you, Cliff, I ain't got up my blood so bad. I'm, I'm, I'm white hot right now, Cliff. I've got a 108, just a slight 108 degree fever from all the anger. And I'm sweating through my kilt, Cliff. And I've got a little wee bit of a dry cough too, Cliff. And I can't taste my food. I can't taste my haggis. But that's okay, Cliff. I, ch I chalk it up to just being so angry, Cliff. And having to yell at all the different neighbours for playing their big pipes, Cliffy. I'm sure that's what it is. And that's what I feel like garbage right now, Cliff. Anyways, Cliffy, I just wanted to call my wee nephew Cliffy and tell him about all the bagpipe nonsense and my little wee little slight 108 degree fever, Cliffy. So give me a call. Call your old Uncle Cliff whenever you can, Cliffy. It's your Scottish Uncle Cliff, Cliff. Give me a call whenever you can, Cliffy. Okay, Cliffy. Bye, Cliffy. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That's why I don't do Scottish Uncle Cliff. Oh, man. That's why I stick to Grandma Cliff. That's the best I can do. Yes, Cliff. Cliffy, your Scottish Uncle Cliff called and tell, told me he was running a slight fever. A hundred and... It was a hundred and eight, perhaps a hundred and nine degree fever, Cliffy. 
It was your Uncle Cliff Cliff. Your Scottish Uncle Cliff Cliff called me. He had a bad fever, Cliff. Why don't you pick up the phone and call your Scottish Uncle Cliff? Why don't you pick up the phone, COVID, and call your Uncle Cliff Cliff? Uh, that's much easier. Oh, man. Well, any, uh, so, yeah. Anybody out there, <laughs> anybody in the comments section on Facebook Live have any, uh, any, anything of interest to add besides the fact that I stink? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's been a fun week. Oh, we also, let me tell you, last, last Saturday. Yeah, last Saturday we went out. <laughs> uh, we took the kids out of the house. You know, we didn't, obviously we're not going to take them to a, like a place with people or so we thought. So we, we took the kids, uh, cause they haven't left the house since like their last day of school other than, you know, playing, playing outside in the immediate yard in the immediate area. Uh, so, so yeah, we took the kids, uh, just for a little car ride on Saturday and we thought, eh, we'll go to this nice little walking trail that we like to go to. So this nice little pond. There's never anybody there. So we'll just go there and we'll just be there and we'll walk around the pond and it's, uh, we've never seen like anybody there ever. It's just been us. And so of course, naturally we pull in and there were, uh, there's maybe all of like six parking spaces in this place. Cause nobody ever goes there. And there's, it's never full. And there were already like two, two spots, maybe three spots filled, but it was like every other. So we were able to park on the end and not be near a car. So I said, okay, if I had to park directly next to a car, I don't think I could have done that. So we parked on the end and we got out and we started walking on the trail. All right. And there's this nice old couple. They walked past and like, I had to wave. They wait, hi, hello, uh, which eh, I'm not a, I'm not really big on this whole, you know, people saying like, ah, it only takes a, it only takes a minute to just smile and wave at somebody like, <laughs> yeah. And it takes a lot less time to do neither of those things. So I will stick to like, and why be inconsistent? I don't just walk around like smiling and waving at people that I don't know. I don't really smile and wave at people that I do know. So when I'm going to start waving, hey, hey, everybody, hello, I don't know you, how nice to see you. Uh, so yeah, yeah, no thanks. I I'm, I'm going to keep it consistent. I'm not going to start going crazy during this pandemic and just start waving and smiling at everybody like an asshole. I'm going I'm to wave and smile to the people that I want to, and it's not going to be strangers walking on a dirt path. So of course we're on the dirt path, and this nice old couple smiles and waves, and I'm like, hey... <sighs> Th thanks. You know what I've. I'm obviously I'm gonna wave back if you wave at me. I'm not. I'm not a complete jerk. I just don't like it. I'm just not gonna like it. So okay, old couple, and they're like 20 feet away from us. That's fine. And then we go down this little path. We go. We go down by the pond. That's where we like to just hang out by the pond. And I started seeing. We started seeing people coming towards us. And we're like, all right, let's get. Let's just get. You know, like the hobbits. Let's just get off the path. Because there's nothing good on this path. It's nothing but danger on this path. So let's get off the path. And we'll hang out by the pond for a little bit. And we'll wait for it to clear out. Because it's a pretty small path. What can you really do? You walk back, forth, back and forth. You walk down and back. 
and then you get in your car and you leave. And uh, so then we're down there, and I just here's one, here's a couple people, there's people going that way. Here's people walking right by each other. Uh, here's like eight people together, and one of them's like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, that's what these uh, nature trails are for—for for smoking cigarettes. Definitely go to a park with lots of little uh, dry leaves and needles and grass and sticks and definitely, definitely smoke cigarettes while you're walking around on the trail. I think that's a great idea. And also make sure to bring the whole family, bring everybody. Bring six or seven or eight other people with you. Get your cigarettes out. Uh, get get the uncles and the aunts and the sisters and cousins and everything else and, and go out to this big trail. As the weather's great, why wouldn't you? why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you be stupid not to do that? Beautiful day. Take your pack of cigarettes and your fucking family and go out on the stupid trail, you assholes. Yeah, do it. Enjoy. And we'll just go and drown ourselves in the lake because there's no place else for us to stand because there's all these people walking around on the path. So it was instantly like, horrible idea. We shouldn't have done this. And I see people smoking cigarettes, walking past, and then another big group. And then it's just like... We might be stuck here for a long time down by this pond. I don't know where else we can go. I think we're going to get malaria waiting for the people to pass by so we don't get the COVID. So we were, we were there, I think, from start to finish, bell to bell. We were there uh, maybe, f- I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> we walked. We went down by the lake. We waved at those two idiots, walked back up, waited for the coast to be clear, and we got the hell out of there. And oh, there, there was one guy on a bike who didn't like announce himself, and he just goes whizzing right past me. I'm like, there it is. There's, there's coronavirus, and that's when you can't stop because he's coming from behind. It's you know there are rules. You're supposed to announce like, you know, if you're riding a bike and you're uh, people can't see you, you say on your left, on your right. That's like a thing that you do. Also, it's not a bike path, you fuck. So thanks, thanks for that too. He just, just whizzing past us. And, and now you have coronavirus. And now you have malaria from waiting, from trying to wait out the coronavirus. Yes, yeah, so we got in the car and we headed home. We drove past the mall. We drove past a few spots to show the kids, you know, so they can, you know, I envision just like I would sit around the kitchen table with my grandmother and she was in her 80s and she would tell us about what it was like, you know, the Great Depression, being a kid growing up in the Great Depression, being a kid, you know, World War II, growing up during all this stuff. So <laughs> our kids' version of that when they're old ladies sitting around the table with their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren will be talking about how their dad took them to the mall so they could see that there's absolutely nothing for them to do there. That's going to be their, <laughs> that's their World War II, going to, uh, driving through the parking lot of Macy's to see that there's absolutely nothing. Hey kids, there's lots of toys and games inside that mall and we can't get any of them. Yeah, so that's fun. Uh, Went on a walk with the kids this week. Same kind of thing. Walked up and down the busy road that has all the retail stuff. Uh, you know, all the big box stores, the mall, uh, the restaurants, the shops. Everything's on there. And it was just empty. We went. Th- we walked through the cemetery, this old cemetery with, you know, these tombstones. We could have a boneyard match right next door. This big sprawling cemetery with all these, uh, you know, s- tombstones from the 1600s and 1700s. And uh, we could really... We could really have a uh, have quite the boneyard match in the, in this cemetery, but that was kind of a nice. Uh, that's that's my favorite place to go with people would be the cemetery, on on any day, COVID or not. Walking through the cemetery, 
uh, is a good way for me to say like, hey, okay, well, I was around some people. And also a cemetery is a good way to keep everybody six feet away. <laughs> that's my that's my little dead people joke. Get it? Six feet? That's my corpse joke. Uh, so we did that. We walked up. It's very strange. And just six o'clock in the evening when people will be going to dinner, we'd be going to the grocery store, driving home from work. There would normally be tons and tons of traffic, all these crowds, all this hustle and bustle. Nothing. Nothing, dude. Uh, yeah, the drug stores are open. The grocery stores are open. The restaurants are completely dark. And signs in all of the stores saying, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're, we're done. At least for now. Until I don't know when. You know what's not done, though? The Birthday Boy podcast is not going anywhere. The Birthday Boy podcast will be here each and every week for your entertainment with really horrible imitations of Scottish Uncle Cliff and uh, and hot takes on Justin Timberlake and other celebrities and the Boneyard match. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, but, uh, uh, you know, and then, then I'm walking along. I've been going for these walks. Evening constitutional every night. Uh, you know, and everybody is because nobody knows what the hell else to do. So they go out and they walk, they walk around, and it's mostly okay. It's mostly like not that bad. People are keeping a distance. They move out of the way of me. I move out of the way of them. Not so bad. Uh, and then I got, and then I got in front of the, this pond that we have, uh, you know, and, and it's a pretty busy, pedestrian walkway <clears throat> it's a one-way street for cars there's never any cars there once or twice you might see something but it's otherwise it's just a pedestrian walkway and people bring their dogs out to shit in the grass and then you know it's a nice it's nice for them because they don't have to clean it up i mean they're supposed to but they they obviously in their head have decided that they don't have to just like you don't have to walk the right way on a one-way aisle uh, down the street or anything uh, down the grocery store aisle or, or you know not smoke a cigarette in a fucking uh, pile of pine needles at a at a park uh, you know that kind of thing uh, so so people just you know the dogs take a shit and then they go back inside and and so I'm walking and then there's you know there's people walking on the le- on the other side of the road and they're keeping like a good distance from me and then there's people jogging and then there's a family of a mom and a dad and they've got like four five six I couldn't even count how many kids because I can't count really past three or four so once you get past those numbers I can't it's anyone's guess uh, but they've got these kids. And they're just riding their bikes, swirling around on the bikes in the middle of the road, stopping the bike in the middle of the road. One kid started sprinting towards me, and I thought, okay, this is this is how it ends for me, uh, because I'm gonna I'm gonna get in a whole lot of trouble when I kick this kid in the face when he comes running towards me. Uh, but luckily, he knew better, and he turned around and went back. I, there's a million ch- kids with their bikes going like this, do 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 do, figure eights in the middle of this one way road. And so now I'm basically, I'm back to Saturday when we were at that pond. I'm basically walking through, a, a to, this is a totally different pond that I'm walking through, the neighborhood pond. And I'm, I'm just like, that's how far away I was because there's kids and then there's people jogging. And then I can hear footsteps getting closer and closer to me. And this stupid husband and his stupid wife are like speed walking and they're like trying, they're getting closer and closer. So I just, I just got off the road and I just, I just sat there and I waited for people to get out of the way. And then I'm walking along the sidewalk and then there's this girl jogging 
And I, I moved out of the way, okay, because I could see the cars coming. The cars were facing me, so I got out of her way. But then you can, like, but then you get their jet stream, like, when they go past you, they're running, and then you, you can, like, smell their, you know, their musk, <laughs> their scent. And I'm like, okay, well, there was, like, you know, there was body sweat in there. There was, like, breath like i'm fucked we're fucked everybody's fucked and then and then later the same girl was running and went around me and then i see her run up this hill and there's a there's a community next door and she ran up the hill and then disappeared indicating that clearly she lives in the neighborhood in the community next door to us so now she's bringing her covid germs sprinting and running all over our neighborhood spraying and sprinting or spritzing on me and then she's going back so she's like so she's she's coming in from an outside uh, you know a foreign territory next door bringing all her sweat and spray and spit and spittle i bet you i bet you she's gonna be the first one lining up to go see uh go see concerts and wrestling events and she's gonna be like oh yeah i just i just jogged a mile I just I just ran a half marathon. Can't wait to see Foo Fighters and wrestling. That's my guess. But I just couldn't. I'm like, you came, you brought your filthy, disgusting germs over here to run past me and spray me with your stench and then go back home? Run in circles in your living room. I don't care. Run around your garage. Stop coming here. Ugh. Anyway, all right, that's it. That's all I have. I don't have anything else to talk about. There's enough. I could sit here all day and complain about all the different ways that human beings disappoint me, and they have disappointed me in so many, in so many ways this week, and I can't wait to see the ways in which they disappoint me this, this coming week. Uh, you know, next Thursday, I'm sure I will be back in the grocery store, and I will be going one way, the right way, down the aisle, as one should, as one does, uh, and who knows? Some guy will probably just just be barreling towards me with his pie crust and his chocolate chips. Probably, probably in a rush to get home to watch wrestling. Get out of my way! I got pie crust and chocolate chips. I gotta get home to watch wrestling and listen to music, and then go and then go for a jog around your neighborhood. That's that's all it is. It's just a whole, it's a whole neighborhood of Tasmanian devils just swirling around and spitting and slobbering all over, all over me and everybody else. So that's it. There's not, <laughs> we're doomed. We're doomed. There's not. There's no more live sports ever again. There never. There's never going to be another live sporting event. There's nobody's ever going back to school. It's all over. It's all over. This is. I hope you enjoy where you live because that's it. You're going to be seeing a lot of it. Until you, until the end. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, yeah. So, just another week of being disappointed by human beings, and I'm sure another week to come with more of the same. Ah, uh, we will be back. I'll be back next Friday. I'm pretty sure. I'm just gonna do this every Friday until uh, probably forever, because we're you know this is it. We're in lockdown until until forever quarantine whatever you want to call it but uh yeah as long as the old internet keeps working i guess here we here we shall be oh no trying to reconnect
Oh, wow. Right when I said, as long as the internet is working, the internet cut out and I, I lost my connection on Facebook. Well, if you're still out there on Facebook, I'm going to wrap things up. That's all I have for this week. I was going to do a Fritzy, a Filthy Fritz. I've got some, I've got some names, some character names. I just didn't get a, I just didn't get a chance to, uh, I didn't get a chance to come up with a story that I wanted to do. So I think that's that'll be next week. I haven't done Fritz Weatherby, Filthy Fritz in a while. Oh, Fritzy Weatherby. I wonder how he's doing. I hope he's holding up. I hope he's on full lockdown. Don't, don't you leave your house, Fritz. You son of a bitch. We need you. Need you to come back and do more, spin more of your yarns, particularly so that I can have something to make fun of here on the Birthday Boy podcast. But, you know, whether the reasons are selfish or not, I mean, I guess that's pretty nice that I want you to stay healthy. So regardless of the, of the reason for it. Anyways, so we'll, we'll do that next week. I'll have filthy Fritz. I'll have more things. I think I, think I might start. Uh, I think I, I like doing the, uh, doing the phone call. Uh, it's not going to be Cliff every week. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, bother the poor bastard every single week. But uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking I might have a, a phone call uh, for next week. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. In any event, I thank you for tuning in. I, I, th- I thank you for watching. For watching me spit and slobber all over the place, and uh, and complain about all the people who have wronged me in the last seven days. And come back next week so we can talk about the people who have wronged me in the next seven days. And there will be plenty of them. All right. That's it. That's going to do it. That's a good hour and ten minutes. That's not bad. That's just the right amount of time. Don't you think? Yeah. All right, gang. Thanks for listening. Uh, Subscribe, follow, all that stuff on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. uh, Birthday Boy Podcast. Like and follow the Birthday Boy Podcast on Facebook. And that's how, that's how you can watch on Facebook Live every week. Oh, Shimo, thanks, man. Joe Shimo says, I love it. Great show, kid. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, man. We'll have to, uh, we, you know, we'll have to get, uh, you and me and Nate will have to do a call. And, uh, you know, I've been, the first live podcast, I retold the LaPoopy story. I think maybe maybe we have a little retelling of uh, of the old Road Rash book, and we get we get Nader in on the call. Because I know there's nothing Nate loves reliving more than the childhood trauma brought on by us uh, by putting his name into the Road Rash book. So uh, I, I'm sure he would love to do that. Anyways, there's there's so many options. I think I think that's going to be an element though of these live shows is to have uh, to have some kind of phone call with with somebody. Or multiple people. Uh, we'll figure that out. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, gang. Uh, downloaded the House Party app yesterday. Okay, cool. Shimo downloaded the House Party app. That's great, man. Yeah, we'll we're gonna have some we'll have some fun. Do a live stream. Yeah, I love it. We'll do it. We'll do something. We'll figure something out. We'll have a lot of fun. All right, gang. I'm gonna go and uh, have a great weekend. You know all the exciting things you'll do you know checking out the uh the kitchen and the bathrooms uh bedrooms the front porch the back porch i think it's going to be really exciting uh i'm going to look out uh, a couple different windows i've got a few uh i got a few windows lined up here that i'm gonna that i'm gonna look out and uh and we'll see we'll just see where the where the weekend takes me who knows it's anyone's guess all right that's gonna do it 
yeah, I'm done. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week, 6.30, every Friday. Uh, yeah, every Friday, I guess, 6.30, right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. This has been episode 45 of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Thanks, gang, and we'll talk to you next week. Later, Gators.